Welcome back to Lost Touch Channel. My name is Anton Vielsen. I'm an attorney in the Southern District of California here in San Diego. Today we're going to discuss a case dealing with GPS tracking. Now on this channel, I've discussed this topic many times. I have a video on United States versus Jones, a Supreme Court case that held that installation of a GPS tracker on the vehicle in the United States constitutes a search under the Fourth Amendment. I also recently published a series of videos entitled GPS Tracking at the Border and Continuous Surveillance within the United States that deals with the topic of GPS tracking by the Department of Homeland Security when they install the device at the border and then continue the surveillance once you enter the United States. Now, in this video, we're going to focus on the case that has an interesting nuance. Law enforcement agents get a warrant to install a GPS tracker on a vehicle and surveil it. Once the owner of the vehicle is arrested, they continue the surveillance on the vehicle knowing that the vehicle is now being used by that person's girlfriend. Now the girlfriend eventually gets charged. She argues that the continuous surveillance of the vehicle when law enforcement know that the person that the warrant was against was already arrested is a violation of her Fourth Amendment rights. And before we go on and discuss the case, I want to thank you for watching me on YouTube and hitting that subscribe button. If you're listening to the podcast version of this recording on Audible or Spotify, please give my podcast a five-star review rating. And finally, if you want to support this channel, consider going to lostash.com and checking out some of the merch, including these Do Not Arrest This Person t-shirts. Thanks for watching. Quick message from Lostash. Are you charged with a crime? Or do you want to know your rights if stopped by police? Watch California attorney Anton Vielsen discuss legal cases from the Supreme Court, Ninth Circuit, and California state courts on the Lostash YouTube page. Anton has handled hundreds of federal and state criminal cases, has an in-depth knowledge of the law, and has the best mustache ever. Subscribe to the Lostash YouTube page. That's L-A-W-S-T-A-C-H-E. Today we're discussing United States versus Rubin. And here's what happened. On January 6, 2022, officers requested a warrant from a magistrate judge to install a GPS tracking device and continue the surveillance of a white GMC pickup truck belonging to Alan Morgan. Now, this application for the warrant was supported by a signed affidavit by the detective who said that they had a confidential informant that stated that Mr. Morgan would use his white pickup truck to drive large quantities of narcotics from California to Nevada. The officers also had their own surveillance going on Mr. Morgan's residence. The presiding judge issued the requested search warrant on January 6, 2022. The search warrant states that there is probable cause to believe that crimes related to controlled substances were committed by Alan James Morgan that evidence of said crime may be found through monitoring the current location and location history of a white General Motors company pickup bearing Nevada license plate 985M46, and that installation of a GPS tracking device on said vehicle is likely to allow investigators to positively locate Alan James Morgan and provide information and insight into possible drug transactions and the crimes listed therein. The warrant authorized the application of a GPS tracking device to the white pickup and monitoring of the device for 30 days from the time of placement. 
Now, the following day on January 7th, officers sought to amend the warrant because through their surveillance of Mr. Morgan's residence, they've learned that he was now driving a newer pickup truck. So the officers asked the judge for a warrant to install a GPS tracker on this newer vehicle. The judge authorized such installation and surveillance. But a few days later, on January 12th, officers arrested Mr. Morgan for possession with intent to distribute methamphetamine, cocaine, and fentanyl pills. He was taken into custody, and you would think this is where it ends. Instead, the officers continued their investigation. They've learned that Miss Rubin was now driving Mr. Morgan's vehicle, that older pickup truck, and she was also Mr. Morgan's girlfriend. They also learned that she was planning on selling the drugs to the California supplier in order to make some money and pay Mr. Morgan's bail. Officers using the GPS tracker on that original vehicle continued the surveillance knowing that the vehicle was now being operated by Miss Rubin. They continued the surveillance and on January 20th, they went ahead and located the vehicle. They saw it parked at a Walmart parking lot and through their surveillance, they saw what they thought was a drug transaction. The officers pulled over Miss Rubin, they searched the vehicle, and during the time she confessed to the drug sales. She also allowed the officers to go into her other vehicle to collect three pounds of methamphetamine, and she also permitted the officers to search her motel room. Now, she was later charged with 21 U.S.C. 841, which is possession of narcotics with intent to distribute in federal court. She now argues that the seizures and the searches conducted by the agents was in violation of her Fourth Amendment because the warrant never authorized them to surveil her movements. It was only the vehicle that belonged to Mr. Morgan. In order to invoke the Fourth Amendment, which protects against unreasonable searches and seizures, an individual has to show that they had a reasonable and legitimate expectation of privacy in the places to be searched and items to be seized. Of course, we know that the owner of the vehicle has some expectation of privacy in the vehicle and its movement. But Ms. Rubin can also show that she had authority over the vehicle or joint control in order to have standing under the Fourth Amendment. In this situation, the government concedes that through their own investigation, they knew that Miss Rubin was using the vehicle while Mr. Morgan was incarcerated. She had a key, she parked the vehicle at her residence, and the vehicle itself was never reported as lost or stolen. Accordingly, the court rules that she did have a reasonable expectation of privacy in that older GMC pickup truck that initially had the GPS tracker installed. Next, we need to determine whether the search exceeded the scope of the warrant. Rubin does not challenge the validity of the search warrant, but rather challenges the continued placement and monitoring of the GPS tracking device as unreasonable after law enforcement became aware that Morgan was no longer driving the white pickup. The issue here is essentially 
whether the continued GPS tracking was conducted within the scope of the warrant. If the scope of a search exceeds that permitted by the terms of a validly issued warrant, the search and any subsequent seizure are unconstitutional without more. Whether a search exceeds the scope of the search warrant is an issue the courts determine through an objective assessment of the circumstances surrounding the issuance of the warrant, the contents of the search warrant, and the circumstances of the search. First, let's discuss the circumstances regarding the issuance of the warrant. Both the affidavit and the application for the warrant clearly indicate that the probable cause in the warrant rests completely on the probable cause that evidence of crimes committed by Alan Morgan will be found with the installation of the GPS tracking device. We also know that the following day, the agents tried to amend the warrant and get another warrant for a GPS tracker on a second vehicle because we knew that Mr. Morgan was now driving a newer pickup truck. Both of these facts indicate that the interested party here were trying to look and search for the movements of Mr. Morgan, not the vehicle itself. And so when the judge issued the warrant for the GPS tracker, the concern was to track Mr. Morgan, not his vehicles driven by anyone else. Next, let's talk about the actual contents of the warrant. The Fourth Amendment requires that search warrants be specific, which has two aspects, particularity and breadth. Particularity is the requirement that a warrant must clearly state what is sought. Breadth deals with the requirement that the scope of the warrant be limited by the probable cause on which the warrant is based. The particularity requirement of the Fourth Amendment ensures that the search will be carefully tailored to its justifications and will not take on the characteristic of a wide-ranging exploratory searches the framers intended to prohibit. If the probable cause on which the warrant is based is tied to someone who is later taken into custody, the cutoff point at which the warrant no longer works is not the 30 days that was listed in the warrant, but as soon as the target is in custody. And so, of course, in this case, at minimum, we need to say that once the officers learned that Mr. Morgan was no longer driving the truck and instead Miss Rubin was, really, they should no longer be monitoring the pickup truck. But at the very least, as soon as we know that Mr. Morgan is in custody, then there's really no reason to monitor the truck as we know that Mr. Morgan, who's the target of that warrant, can no longer drive the truck. Finally, let's talk about the circumstances surrounding the search. We know that the Supreme Court has said that the installation of the GPS tracking device on a vehicle constitutes a search under the Fourth Amendment. This, of course, is United States versus Jones, a case that I've previously discussed on my channel. Now, we know that that case was decided based on the trespassory theory that once law enforcement attaches the GPS tracking device to the vehicle, they're trespassing on private property, on that vehicle. The government here makes an interesting argument. They say that the government did not 
trespass on the property because they did not install the GPS tracking device when Miss Rubin was driving the vehicle. But the court finds that the trespassory theory still applies because the government and law enforcement did not remove the GPS tracking device once they knew that Mr. Morgan was in custody and no longer driving the vehicle. The government also contends that they continued to receive information after Morgan's arrest that justified the continued GPS tracking of his white pickup. For instance, on January 20th, 2022, Officer Cayazo learned that Rubin recently traveled to California to purchase methamphetamine and heroin and that she was going to sell these drugs and use the money to post Morgan's bail. While law enforcement may at that point have had probable cause to believe evidence of a crime committed by Rubin could be discovered by tracking the white pickup, if they wished to proceed with the GPS tracking, they were obligated to present the new information to the appropriate judge to determine probable cause and required to obtain a new or amended search warrant targeting Rubin and her use of the vehicle. Because the government continued to surveil Miss Rubin and the white pickup truck after Mr. Morgan was already in custody, without obtaining a new warrant and exceeding the warrant that they had, the officers violated Miss Rubin's Fourth Amendment rights against unreasonable searches and seizures. And all evidence derived from that stop, including the statements that she made, the evidence that was later found in the motel room and in the vehicle, that other sedan that she owned, all of that evidence has to be suppressed under the exclusionary rule. If you enjoyed this video, please give this video a thumbs up, subscribe to my channel, hit that bell notification button so next time I post, you're first to know. If you're listening to the podcast version of this recording on Audible or Spotify, please give my podcast a five-star re-rating. And finally, if you want to support my channel, consider going to lostash.com merch and take a look at some of my products, including these Do Not Arrest This Person t-shirts, hats, and others. Thanks for watching.